Blog Talk Radio. business owner, or as a matter of fact, if you're not a business owner, consumer looking to uh, frequent black-owned businesses, uh, you have a special treat today. Joining me is Danielle McGee. She's a small business advocate and founder of Black Business Boom, an e-commerce marketplace and coupon distribution service for small black-owned businesses. Last year, in 2019, she launched a booming mobile app to expand services and to drive more revenue to black-owned businesses. And through numerous workshops and conferences, she has taught other entrepreneurs how to build sustainable businesses and is currently working with the Mayor's Office of Diversity and Inclusion in Nashville to create uh, equal opportunities for minority businesses. She holds an MBA from St. Xavier University. Hello, Danielle. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. How are you? I'm just fine. Uh, How are you surviving? Uh, I'm assuming you live in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, right outside of Nashville, yes. Okay, and how are you guys up there dealing with this pandemic? You holding it down pretty good? You know, it's a lot going. It's a lot for us because we had the tornado the first week in March, oh my. Um, and so it just you know we were. I was out doing a lot of disaster relief stuff, and then within days it was kind of switching gears to the COVID nineteen situation. And then we actually last night got some extremely bad weather and over 175,000 people without were without power. So we've had a wow. lot going on here in Nashville. Hey, it just seems to never end sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> Always I'm something going you. on. That's, oh, that's like what 2020 is, is rough. <laughs> Yeah, we'd, we'd like a do-over on, on 2020. Let's kind of re- rewind Absolutely. this a bit and start all over because this has been interesting. And, you know, I know 
you know, for black businesses and, and businesses in general, it's just a new normal. And that has to uh, be extremely, extremely challenging for a lot of black businesses. Now, you have an MBA uh, from St. Xavier University. What did you do before starting Black Business Boom? Oh, I've done a variety of things, but I spent most of my um, career as an adult working in healthcare. So I actually uh, was a banker for years, and then I transitioned into healthcare administration. Wow. Okay. I'm sure you're feeling you have, you have a lot of sympathy and, and empathy for those healthcare providers now that are on the front lines doing all the stuff that a lot of us probably would have second thoughts about getting out there on the front lines. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've always worked in administration, but I, you know, my, my counterparts have been those that have been on the front lines. So I definitely uh, have a lot of empathy for what they're experiencing right now because you know it takes a a strong and a very brave person to get up every day and and go out there and put your life at risk. Well, I have uh, two daughters that are in healthcare. One is a pharmacist, and she's up in Richmond, Virginia. And then my other daughter lives here in Atlanta. She's an mm. RN, and and um, you know um, I just pray for them every day, you know, because it, it, you know it's yeah, a war that you don't you really do. see, and you just never exactly. know, you know what's going to happen. So. All right, so what is BlackBusinessBoom.com? Explain to us what, what, it, what it is. Black Business Boom is actually a lead generation and marketing platform for black-owned businesses. Uh, we're beefing up the platform a lot right now, so there's a lot of new features that are coming. But the goal overall is to support black-owned businesses and use technology and digital marketing to be able to do that. So, again, right now we have our app, Boomin. It's available on the App Store, and we're offering coupons for about 400 black-owned businesses that are local, mobile, as well as online businesses. So you can go on, on the app and find a, a black-owned business to support by getting a coupon for that business. Um, but, again, we're about to implement a lot of other features to really help black-owned businesses to generate new leads and turn those leads into customers and turn those customers into loyal and repeat customers. So that, that's really the goal of the, plat- of the platform. So what prompted you to start uh, the company? What, what, what was the driving force? Is, hey, let me do something about this, uh, this issue that, I'm, that I'm, I see in front of me. Well, as a black business owner, I have experienced a lot of the stressors that uh, other black business owners are experiencing right now. I owned a brick-and-mortar spa in Chicago for five years. I've had a personal chef service. I've had a bunch of other ventures. And although I was a marketing major, it was still always a struggle to really operationalize a lot of these techniques, these marketing techniques, and get the word out about my business because I didn't have a lot of the funding to be able to do that. And so that's one of the things that you find many times with black-owned businesses that we're underfunded. Therefore, we don't have money for a marketing budget. So I felt like it was important that there was a platform for us, uh, specifically for us, to be able to market our businesses. I also thought that it was important that this platform really drives action versus just a a directory where you can go and find businesses. I really wanted to drive people to act now and spend money with black-owned businesses. So 
Um, and one of the things that really made me know that it was a necessary platform was by teaching an entrepreneurship course here in Nashville. And we got to the week where we talked about marketing, and everybody was like, I need help with marketing. My friends and family aren't supporting my business. I don't know how to get the word out. You know, And so I went home that night and decided that I was going to find a solution to the problem to the problem and started to work on Black Business Boom, and here I am. Wow, that is quite a story. Now, I've seen in, a, in some of the articles that you've sent me in preparation for this uh, talk is that it's being compared to a Groupon for Black Business. Do you find that accurate in terms of giving it a nomenclature that people would understand? Absolutely. So I I have for a while been calling it more of the retail me not for black owned businesses because we were offering offering completely free coupons. So if you were, you know, just looking through our our directory and even as it stands today, you'll go in and you'll see that there are a bunch of free coupons. You don't have to pay up front like you do with, with Groupon. But we are actually um, adjusting some of the features of the platform to be able to offer vouchers like Groupon. So it will be very accurate uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be making that switch to offering discounted vouchers that customers and I'm sorry, that consumers can purchase directly through the platform uh, with that. Again, we're really going in the in the direction of using our vouchers as a lead generator for black-owned businesses. We'll be doing some social media promotions for those businesses. We'll be doing just Facebook ads, pushing out email uh, blasts for them. We're also adding in some reputation management features so that we're able to help black-owned businesses to see what's being said about them online as well as solicit feedback from customers because, you know, we hear a lot of times that their experience is less than favorable at some black-owned businesses. So we want to help black-owned businesses to really solicit feedback from from the consumers that are visiting their business. We want to automate getting that onto the platforms where we can, we want to, you know, be our own biggest champions. So having it so that we're asking our, those consumers to go over to Groupon, I'm sorry, to Google, to Facebook, to review the business, and then we can automate, if it's a good review, getting it over to that, that business's social media. If it's a not-so-good review, getting that feedback to, directly to the business so that they can respond um, in, in whatever way they see fit to, for that consumer. So, again, we're really beefing up how we, do, how we help black-owned businesses by adding additional features outside of just the voucher program. And, you, and, and I, I, one of the things that I like about what you're doing is the marketing part because, you know, I've talked to other successful business owners over the years, and one of the things they say that, you know, a business plan is for something that you would present to a bank or to a, you know, investor or something like that. But the marketing plan is, is how you're going to make your money. And that's where the rubber meets the road. I mean, and I think that, you know, the opportunity that you offer is is great because, you know, you could have a business plan that covers all operations, but basically you got to say, well, how am I going to make money, you know, with the the company Mm -hmm. or product or service that I have? You can have the best product or service in the world, but if no one knows about it, you're not going to make any money. And so that... 
that's my goal is to make sure that people know about your business, that they like your business through getting that feedback, and that they become repeat customers of your business. I think that a lot of merchants um, have started to turn away from Groupons because of their revenue model, um, as well as they feel like people are just chasing coupons a lot of times. And so uh, a lot, many times you don't see that those customers are returning customers. So it really is the utmost importance to me that I help these businesses to have returning customers. It's not good enough for me to bring someone there one time. I want to keep them coming back. So we offer um, add-ons like loyalty programs, a digital loyalty program where you could have your customers to be able to just on their phone get credit for every visit and be rewarded for continuing to come back and patronize your business. So these are a lot of the things that I felt like some of the black-owned businesses that I do business with myself. Uh, And so I decided that I needed to create them and make sure that we're not being left behind because I I feel like we've truly been left behind. I honestly feel like by design uh, in a lot of ways, and one of those being technology. And we deserve the right to have the technology. We deserve to have it at a price point that we can afford. And so that's my goal is to provide that tech, that digital marketing technology for our, for our businesses and to do it at an affordable price point. And I, and I think you make a good point that the – I don't know what – I haven't looked at the latest statistics as far as uh, black business growth, but I would like to think that it's growing – uh, for the fact that the entree to getting into business um, has been lowered because of the internet and the fact that you can't have an online mm-hmm. business, you don't have to have a brick and mortar, you know, store to, that can mm-hmm. cost you rent and other service, other, you know, costs that come with it. And you may not even have to have employees. Just the fact that I'm doing a radio show on mm-hmm. the internet is a, is a factor of that. The fact that you have folks that can publish a book and not have to go to a publisher, they can publish themselves and put it up on Amazon. And guess what? They've got a book mm-hmm. out there. But that's really a big thing. So explain, share with me, because there's a book I, I read called The Jewish Phenomenon. And in this book, uh, they talk about, you know, um, how Jews do business with each other. And one of the things that was striking in the book is that, you know, you think that, you know, all businesses do well, but no, businesses do mess up. Even Jewish businesses, of all things. you know, Everybody has, mm-hmm. has a bad day or has a bad service or a bad product. But what they do is that if they say, they, this is the thing, they say if you find a, a Jewish business that is not giving you good service or good product, okay, one thing, number one, you should share with that business what the problem is, okay? Number one, make them inform, and that's what you were talking about, feedback. Then they say, go find another black, another Jewish business to do business with. Does that make sense? Do you find that happens a lot? Because I, I get the feeling a lot of time when I talk to my friends, oh, well, you know, this business, restaurant, whatever, I got bad service. Well, that's why I don't do business with black businesses. And I think that's kind of productive mm-hmm. because everybody makes mistakes. You don't know, you know, if the business owner knows that he, you had a bad experience because you could hire bad mm-hmm. employees too, or that product or that, that time wasn't that good. So share with us your, your concern and how you deal with that in terms of talking to uh, the businesses that you recruit to, come, be a, to become a part of uh, blackbusinessmove.com? 
I'm telling you, it is absolutely an uphill battle because as the owner of Black Business Boom, I have two customers that I'm serving, right? So I have businesses that I'm serving, but I also have consumers that I am trying to convince to go and support Black-owned businesses. So I hear a lot of that feedback. I hear a lot of people saying, I'm not going to support Black-owned businesses at all because I've had... X amount of bad experiences, and I think it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> In short, um, I actually just posted on my Instagram page last week. Just had a bad experience with a black-owned business, and I will give them another chance. And I strongly stand behind that statement with regard to one individual business or black-owned businesses overall. We have to be more soft with ourselves, with our people, in saying that you deserve another chance, just like McDonald's deserves another chance, just like Walmart deserves another chance when they mess up. And you certainly can't hold it against all black-owned businesses because of a collection of experiences with people who are not doing good business. Are all black-owned businesses great? No. Are all black-owned businesses bad? Absolutely not. Are all white-owned businesses great? No. Are all white-owned businesses bad? No. You cannot collectively make a decision around every business owned by a particular race based on a few experiences that you've had. And I think that, again, uh, there are some things that are um, taught or learned experiences And I feel like, you know, there are barriers, there are things that are in in place intentionally to keep us down. And I think that as a people, we have to intentionally go beyond and think beyond those things, those institutional things that we've been taught to keep us from supporting one another. So I, I love that you asked that because I feel like, it's so important that we do give each other another chance. We deserve it. Um, if you keep having bad experiences with the same business, does it make sense to go back and keep spending your money there? Absolutely not. <laughs> I wouldn't advise that at all. But I would absolutely advise that you try to go and find another black-owned business that may be able to help you. You know, it's... Sometimes you may have to go out of your way. Sometimes you may have to drive a little further to find that other business. But I think that it's important that when we do have an ex- a bad experience with a black-owned business, uh, that we at least try to find another that is willing um, and able to step up to the plate and service us in the way we deserve. Yeah, and I, and I, like, I always encourage folks to say, always make sure that, you know, if you have a bad experience, that you uh, first of all contact the owner, let them know the experience they have. And I and, and when I've done that, I say nine times out of ten, most of the time the owner was not aware. Uh, they'll try to make it right. You know, uh, so I've I've had that experience, that positive experience. And like you said, a lot of black businesses are underfunded. You know, they don't have the, the revenue to pay employees, maybe the rate. So, you get, especially if they're just starting out, so you got to be concerned about that. And then of course, sometimes we shoot ourselves in the foot. And we call and want the hookup, you know, hey, you know, uh, you know, uh, you mm-hmm. know, can you give me a discount, you know, I mean, you don't go to the majority there, businesses. There are a lot of factors. Yeah. 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 I mean, there are a yeah. lot of factors. 
I think that overall, many times we are harder on our businesses anyway. Like a lot, many people go in like thinking that it's going to be bad, a bad experience. But you know, like you said, the business owner may not know. They don't always know that the person that they've hired to be at the front desk isn't saying the right thing. So given that feedback, and that's why it's so important to me to implement a feature that allows us to collect testimonials as well as feedback from consumers, because many times the business owner just doesn't know um, what's going on in their business, which they should, but they may not know. And But then also, they you don't know what you don't know. So many times there there may be a better way to do something, a faster, more efficient way, and they just don't know. And so I think it's important that we give the feedback and hopefully guide them or at least prompt them to want to go and find out what it is that they don't know they should be doing to improve their business. Awesome, awesome. So if a business uh, signs up with you, with blackbusinessboom.com, and I, I guess every business that signs up, you know, they have to offer some type of coupon or, you know, to get them, mm-hmm. you know, get them uh, interested and do business with that particular entity. So uh, how do you market black blackbusinessboom.com? I guess maybe that's my question. How do you market so folks, you know, can come to you, come to the uh, website uh, and I understand you also have an app, so maybe you might want to talk about that as well. So, how do you market and get, you know, um, and get folks to frequent these black businesses? So, again, we're we're complete, actually completely changing the way that we do market things. So, some of the things that you'll see is that we will start to offer through the app. So, you'll be able to go to the app to find coupons, but we'll also be marketing them on um, on Facebook and Instagram through ads. I actually set up our first set of ads uh, for one of our businesses this afternoon. So you'll start to see that we, we have a budget allocated toward um, go, putting those ads on social media for businesses. We're also going to be providing the merchants with a toolkit to help them promote their, their coupon as well because studies show that consumers love deals and they love coupons. So we not only want to be marketing them on our end, we want to be true partners with the business to give them the tools that they need to market their business and their coupon. Uh, we also have geofencing technology. So for anyone who has our app, if you come near a black-owned business that's participating on our app, you'll be able to uh, get a notification on your phone telling you about that. Uh, we're doing text message marketing. We're doing ramping up our email marketing. Um, so that every business that comes on board will be highlighting via uh, email uh, newsletter to let our followers know that they are live on the platform. Um, yeah, so it's, we have a, a robust kind of system that we're rolling out, and what we are, we're calling it the Black Business Boom Success System because we've tested it with businesses, and we're seeing that if you have a coupon on your on our platform and you're doing these things, um, that I just laid out, as well as we're doing those things with you as a partner, that you can truly see a, an increase in your revenue for your business. 
So is that uh, the entity, the subsidiary you have called Boom Marketing? Is that what it? Is that the entity that does that, or is that something different? So no, that's actually totally different. Uh, Boom and Marketing is actually a digital marketing and branding firm. So we have clients that we actually. Um, take on and we do a strategy session with them to figure out what type of marketing that business needs. Um, it very much varies. We have some just kind of standard packages that we offer. Those standard packages um, just for someone that's just getting started and they just need like their website, business cards, you know, their Facebook page set up. We have like you know, just a basic package, our launch pad package for that to get businesses just up and going pretty quickly. Um, and then we actually have some next level, pa- our next level package for folks that have gotten started, but they really, they need help going to the next level. And then we have a lots of other a la carte things that we do. So we're doing everything from Facebook ads to SEO to creating funnels for businesses under Boom the Marketing. Um, and then we have the, kind of the third um, tier of um, Black Business Boom is Booming University, um, which we're formally launching our first classes this month. And so with Booming University, it's a DIY approach to marketing and branding. And wow. Also you that I'm educating Black-owned businesses. I don't want to just be like, hey, pay me X amount of money, dollars, and I do it for you. I want to truly give an affordable way for businesses to be able to learn how to market and brand their business. So we have 70 classes that we're rolling out with Booming University, um, and it's only $500 for the year, and it also includes coaching, um, a one-on-one strategy session every quarter. So it's, it's a lot. There's a lot coming and a lot going on with Black Business Boom right now. Wow, you've got a lot going on. Is there a certain kind of business that lends itself to what it, what you do? You know, uh, is it just, uh, you know, I don't hear that it's just online businesses or brick Is a certain kind of business that's going to benefit from what you're, with, from the services that you have to offer than others? We, we've historically worked with online businesses, mobile businesses, and brick and mortar. We will continue um, under the Boomin' Marketing brand and Boomin' University brand to work with online businesses um, as well as mobile businesses, but really um, many of the new features of the app are going to really help brick-and-mortar businesses. Some of the things like the geofencing technology to be able to notify people when they're nearby, um, the reputation management and testimonial collection, uh, collection that we're going to be doing. Many of those features are really going to speak directly to brick-and-mortar businesses. Um, also, I am launching a campaign specifically for restaurants because I'm the uh, membership director for the National African-American Restaurant and Nightclub Association. So uh, we put together a package specifically for restaurants um, that includes some a, a tool guide, a toolkit, um, a survival toolkit for restaurants, as well as some other marketing tools for restaurants specifically. So, and so we put kind of come together as partners uh, to be able to offer a discounted price for people who want to join Black Business Boom, as well as the National African American Restaurant and Nightclub Association. 
So you have 70 classes in the Boom University. So would these classes be primarily for uh, individuals or businesses that uh, are, look, are just starting up, or is it designed for businesses that have been, been in operation for a while? They're going to be good for anyone, honestly. I mean, and because what you'll find, what I found is working with businesses many times, even though they've been in in business for 5, 10, 20 years, they still don't necessarily have a a great marketing plan in place. So the things that you'll be learning in Boomin University, you know, we want to make sure that we have classes, that are available for those that are on the, the most basic of level, don't really know anything about marketing, need to start from the beginning with getting a good website up, getting good copy on that website, getting their Facebook business page set up. Um, so those type of basics all the way to, like, you know, really your brand colors, your brand image, your brand voice, and really understanding what that is. Um, then we're even diving deeper into some digital marketing stuff like, you know, creating a sales funnel and, and things like that. So it really, there'll be something available for everyone. But, again, we we found that there, many of the black-owned businesses are, they do what they do. You know, they are cooks or they are lawyers or whatever it is. They are not marketers. And so... Uh, most folks and most people have not necessarily invested in their marketing plan. And so we really want to give them something to be able to not have to spend a whole lot of money but have actionable things. So when you walk away from one of our classes, you are ready to go and get your Facebook page set up to, to run your Facebook ads uh, you know, we want to give you actionable things that you can go and do right now. This is not about motivation. and That's not what we're doing. We're holding you accountable through the coaching, and we're giving you classes that are actionable where you can go and put these things into practice and start to make some additional money in your business. So with all these different activities and things that sound, you know, very exciting and awesome, have you been able to, or are you planning on being able to track the success of the businesses that, you know, uh, use your services, advertise on your site? Because I would think that that would be a great, you know, recruitment tool to say. Absolutely. Hey, I- so, so we are absolutely able to track the coupon claims and validations, and the businesses uh, will have access to that as well as, um, are the consumers opt into us sharing the data with those businesses? So, if you claim a coupon for, let's say, the cupcake collection here in Nashville, the cupcake collection gets that data. So, we're helping, also helping businesses to beef up, beef up their data. You know, because a lot of businesses are not collecting email addresses and phone numbers for their businesses, and they're solely dependent on social media to be able to contact them. So we're, we're given those stats. You're able to see how many people have claimed your coupon. Uh, with the Facebook campaigns that we'll run for businesses, you'll be able to see all of the, um, the stats on, you know, how many people saw that campaign, how many people took action. Um, so, yeah, we're, I'm all about data and providing good data for folks to be able to see how well um, things are performing. 
but then also to be able to build up their email list um, because that that's where a lot of us are dropping the ball because again we're we're dependent on Facebook or Instagram to get messages out to our clients or our customers and that and Facebook and Instagram is only showing it to seven percent of the people who follow our page if we're not paying for ads <laughs> so uh, again just like that education uh, for business owners to really understand that and understand how important lead collection and, and nurturing your your current clientele is. Yeah, that's one of the things that I find on for well, not just online businesses, but businesses in general, is that when you go to the website, they're always trying to you know uh, collect uh, you know your email address if it's uh, you know to be a frequent. You know, fly uh, mm-hmm. about a loyalty program or a newsletter or mm-hmm. something because you know, um, you know, folks don't want to get phone calls, but you know they do read their email, and so you want to make sure you're getting yeah. way to reach out to these folks. And you know, you think about it, you know, 20 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, um, you know, companies didn't have on their uh, TV ads, let alone their radio ads, uh, indicating that you should contact them through social media. So, you know, in 10 years, things mm-hmm. have changed tremendously in terms of marketing and, and being efficient in doing that. Now, the businesses that you do have, are they local I mean, or, or they national? Because I'm, 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 I'm trying to wonder whether the, the so businesses are national we, or local. We launched here in Nashville. We launched here in Nashville. We are expanding to Atlanta within the next month. So right now we are actively um, looking to work with black-owned businesses in the Atlanta area and then we have plans to expand to six other cities uh, within the ne- within the next uh, two months so uh, we have a national sales campaign that is launching next week so um, yeah we're going na- national right now like I said we started here in Nashville there are tons of online businesses that are on the platform though so um, you can definitely get a business. You can find a business to support no matter where you are. Uh, but we are coming to a city near you very soon. Now, why why was Atlanta put on the list? Is there any particular reason Atlanta was uh, next on the list? Well, Atlanta's next on the list for several different reasons. Uh, the top one being my partnership with the National African American Restaurant and Nightclub Association that is based in Atlanta. Um, it's close proximity to me, um, seeing that I'm in Nashville, it's about a three-hour drive. And then there is, you know, just an abundance of black-owned businesses that are there and that are doing well that we, that I want to work with, you know, and help to grow even more. Has the has this pandemic dimmed your your, your prospects of, of what's available? Because I imagine a lot of black businesses, uh, especially here in Atlanta, uh, that I'm familiar with, you know, may have some challenging times. So, you know, uh, how has you, I guess, have you altered your plans? It says you're going to come, you're coming to Atlanta, I guess, this month or next month. So uh, mm-hmm. share with mm-hmm. me how, how, how your plans have changed or not changed. My plans haven't changed much at all um, because I feel like black businesses need our support right now more than ever. So as we start to come out of this thing, these businesses are going to need to come back strong, and, and I, and I want to help to do to help them to do that. So uh, this pandemic has helped me to really sit back and strategize and come up with 
even more ways to help black-owned businesses. So it's actually helped me. It's changed things for the better for me. Um, so, again, I feel like, you know, the, the especially the restaurant industry, while a lot of them are still open right now but functioning in a different ma- manner, having to do delivery and, and pick up orders, their revenue is not the same. And I want to make sure that when we come out of this, they have tools and they have resources to be able to come back strong and get their get the message out that they're back um, and reward their customers for being loyal and all those things. So I, I think it's actually helped me to strategize and make sure that I'm doing that. So let me make sure you have blackbusinessboom.com. You have the you have the website. You have the app. Mm-hmm. You have Boom Marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, to help uh, business owners market their business, and you have Boom University mm-hmm. to help business owners become more, I guess, versed in different aspects of of of, of their business. Anything, any other future plans uh, that you're trying to do to take over the world? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> now that you ask, I am um, I, I do mobile app development now as well. So uh, we have Boom booming uh, mobile apps as well and so um, one of the other things with the partnership with um, the restaurant association is that we're offering app development at a discounted rate so again we want to make sure that you know our businesses need to have apps I think every business especially every brick and mortar business should have their own mobile app and so it's my goal to help black-owned businesses to get there, um, to really make it affordable and, you know, just lower the barriers that we have and in, in jumping into techn- the technology we need to grow our businesses and create loyal, long-term customers. Yeah, you, I mean, you got so much going on. How did you learn how to do all this stuff? <laughs> you know, uh, um, that that's a great question. I I spend I stay up really late most nights uh, googling and teaching myself, and I take all types of certification classes and things like that whenever I can. So whenever I hear about something new in digital marketing or technology space that can help businesses, I jump on it. Um, and I mean that that's all I can really say. I you know I. There's so much more that's out there now. There's like messaging. There's marketing through Facebook Messenger. There's marketing through Instagram Messenger. There's all these things that are new and cutting edge, and I try to stay up to date with all those things and then use it to help other businesses. And that's and that's the exciting part, as I had shared earlier uh, in our talk, is that the, the the cost for entry has, uh, in terms of marketing, has tremendously dropped. I mean, I'm sure people mm-hmm. either know or don't know that Facebook, you know, has advertising because you'll see something that says as a name and it says it's sponsored. And so, and the cost for a lot of that is not a lot of that is not very expensive. So the cost for entry into uh, getting into business, as far as the marketing side has been lowered tremendously because of the internet and because of the fact that, you know, uh, you don't necessarily have to do direct mail if you, you know, have addresses yeah. and, and email, I actually, did, um, email addresses. Um, and I, I think that has been an exciting part in terms of that student. So what, so how do you, yep. how are you going to measure the success of what you're doing? How, how are you going to measure the success? 
My success is directly um, in relation to how well the businesses do that do business with me. Like, if the businesses that are on my platform aren't doing better, then I'm not doing good. So uh, I, that's how I measure my success by looking at, um, you know, how well the businesses are that I, that I work with. Um, it's not, this is really a, a labor of love for me. I haven't paid myself not one time <laughs> from Black Business Boom. Uh, um, I still work um, as well. So um, it really is a labor of love with what I do is because I have a love for my people. And so it's, it's important to me that we're able to catch up to our counterparts. So as the more I see us do that, the more successful I'll feel like I am and my, my platform is. So if I heard you right, I, so you're still working a full-time job. Is that did I hear that right? I am. I work. Yeah, wow. you did. <laughs> <laughs> and so, how long? How long has Black been been out there? How long? How many years now? How long have? Yeah, oh, how long has it'll been? be two years in October. Okay, so you're just still just ramping up, man. You seems like it sounds like you've been around yeah, for forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This year, I brought on some some additional folks on the team that have really helped me to be able to. Um, reach further and reach higher. So uh, I think it's so important that you have the right people on your team, and I do now. So um, I wouldn't be able to do half of the things I've been able to, to do this year in introducing the Booming University and Booming Marketing if I didn't have uh, my wonderful CMO uh, that came on board this year. So it's, so with with you being employed full-time, are you – working from home now or are you having to go in I do I well I've, I've been working for home from home for two years so oh, okay. um, yeah while everyone else has been going to the office I've been here at the house for two years so I'm used to this I love being at home while everybody's going crazy um, <laughs> having to be at home I'm loving it and and, and, that, and that gives you a slight advantage because I, I, I always share that you know, with this pandemic, and there's definitely, it's a it's a tragedy, you know. And hopefully, we'll get on the other side of it, and we'll be able to t- to share how we got over. But while you're in it, and you're having to restrict where you can and cannot go, if you don't come out of this thing with some new knowledge, a new skill, or a side hustle, mm-hmm. then it's not that you lack time; it's that you lack discipline. And it seems like you've got a lot of discipline to be able to put those things together. You're, I, you're I don't. <laughs> I don't. That's um, one of my biggest issues in life. And so, um, again, that's why I need a, a good team of disciplined folks because I, I am a worker. I love to work and get stuff done. Um, but it's I, I, discipline, I'll say. I'm, I'm fairly disciplined. I'm not as organized as I would want to be because I, I'm all over the place. My mind is all over the place all the time with new ideas. So, um, yeah, but I feel like this is a great opportunity to come out, come away with some knowledge. You know, at the same time, I am exhausted. And so even though we're at home and we're not having to run around, like I was running around so much and doing speaking engagements and just all over the place. So I'm loving not having to do that. But then at the same time, I've been working so much 
that I'm mentally exhausted. And so it's a scary time that we're living in. So I think that, you know, everyone deals with that in their own way. But it is an awesome opportunity to at least, if you're not building a business or working on your business or working on yourself in whatever way, to at least be reading and getting some knowledge. You know, like I think that, you know, it, it, if there are things that you have wanted to do, it's a great time to do them. If there are, you know, skills that you wanted to, wanted to develop, you have two months to find an online tutorial or online class or something to, to get it done. And But, again, I, I feel like everybody's dealing with this trauma of this situation in their own ways, and some people are doing it by just taking the time to relax and reset. So, well, I would and I'm over here working myself to death. <laughs> well, I would take to differ about the issue about discipline. To, to do what you've done, to have all this going on, you have a certain amount of discipline to get it done. You know, and the fact that you recognize that you need to bring in other people to help you, that you can delegate stuff to, is a symptom of that. But I can understand. I've been there, done that. You feel exhausted. You, mm-hmm. you know, because when you're in business. And believe me, you know, like I said, I understand as a business owner, you never stop thinking about the business. It doesn't like you go out to lunch, yeah. you're still thinking about it. You see something that you know, mm-hmm. sparks your interest, say, wow, that's interesting. I wonder how I can incorporate that to what I'm doing. So uh, that's the part that kind of leaves you exhausted, you know, in some sense. And now, because of this yeah. pandemic, folks can't get away and go to the beach or the vacation on a plane or whatever and go. Uh, yeah. you know, so that creates a big challenge. Well, Danielle, thank you so much uh, for uh, taking some time out of your busy day. I hope you're not too exhausted. I hope this has been fun for you. No, uh, I'm about to get my workout in. Oh, <laughs> now, okay. All right. And okay. work for a couple more hours. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, yes, sir. Work until you're time to go to sleep. How can people find yeah. you? Share with different ways folks can find you and, and take advantage of some of the things that you have to offer. You can find pretty much everything we talked to talked about today at blackbusinessboom.com. If you want to get in touch with me directly, I can be reached at info at blackbusinessboom.com or danielle at blackbusinessboom.com. Um, also, I do all my own social media, so please follow uh, Black at Black Business Boom on Instagram and Black Business Boom on Facebook, and you can DM me on either of those platforms with. You know, I try to meet people where they already are, and a lot of folks are already on social media. So if you're on social media, go ahead and follow Black Business Boom on Instagram um, as well as Facebook and at Black Biz Boom on Twitter. And feel free to DM me on, on any of those. Great, great. Well, let us know when you get to Atlanta uh, so we can share, you know, how uh, folks can do business with some of the folks that I'm sure you're going to sign up uh, in the Atlanta area. Absolutely. Yeah, and if there's anyone listening in and you're interested in getting your business on the platform, I'd love to set up a call with you. So um, shoot me an email at uh, info at Black Business Boom, and we can talk about how I can help you to grow your business. Awesome. Thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you. I appreciate your time. All righty. Take care now. All right. All right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the whole thing. You know, when you're in business for yourself, uh, working a regular full-time job, uh, you know, this is her side hustle. 
and all the stuff she's got on, she doesn't have any time. But that's kind of the sacrifice you make to want to be in business, you know. So uh, for those of you who are thinking about getting into business, uh, you got to sacrifice a lot of things. You're going to sacrifice money, and you're going to sacrifice time. You know, I've, I always run by the uh, thought that if you're getting in business, it's going to take more money than you thought, and it's going to take more time than you thought. So keep that in mind. But it's all worth it because uh, having your own business is definitely uh, an advantage in this economy. And, and you got to be thinking about if you're a business owner and you're challenged right now, it's just trying to figure out how you're going to make it on the other side. It's to survive for another day. You know, that's kind of what uh, the mantra has to be. So, you know, do what you have to do to survive for another day. All right, before we go, I'm going to play some segments of uh, – uh, my, my vignettes called Your Personal Finance. These deal with small business moves. So listen and enjoy. Small businesses face special challenges in controlling their costs. A few simple strategies on today's Your Personal Finance. Uh-huh. A classic story of boy meets girl. Two people at a diner soon discover they share an interest in something other than coffee. So what do you like best about your diet, Shmiyan? Lots of stuff. Like? I love the 16-valve single overhead cam. Excuse me? Or maybe the electronic fuel injection. How about the hype sound system? Or the power windows. And the power locks. They're good. But what I really like is Neon's power Mm. to turn heads. How about another cup of coffee? No. How about a drive? (laughs) (laughs) Now you can drive the head-turning neon for less than you probably expect. Get one all dressed up with lots of extras, including 15-inch wheels or an alarm system. Dodge Neon. Different. Now at a friendly Dodge dealer near you. Any small business owner knows profits can bleed out fast in both large and small ways. Saving money has to be the top priority. Here are a few practical suggestions to get you started. First, stay close to your business's finances. Open your own mail so that you know what bills are paid, when one is overdue, and whether complaints are being received. Keep an eye on checks written on the company account. If any employee dishonesty should turn up, you'll spot it. Another tip, don't put on the writ too soon. Lavish spending may impress one or two clients, but it can get you into trouble fast. Save money by staying at inexpensive hotels, opting for red-eye flights, and other common-sense economies. Remember, no one is going to look after your business as carefully as you. For your personal finance, I'm Charles Ross. Minute-by-minute management can keep your small business from succeeding. I'll tell you why on today's Your Personal Finance. classic story of boy meets girl. Two people at a diner soon discover they share an interest in something other than coffee. So what do you like best about your Dodge Neon? Lots of stuff. Like? I love the 16-valve single overhead cam. Excuse me? Or maybe the electronic fuel injection. How about the hype sound system? Or the power windows. And the power locks. They're good. But what I really like is neon power to turn heads. (laughs) How about another cup of coffee? No. How about a drive? 
Now you can drive the head-turning neon for less than you probably expect. Get one all dressed up with lots of extras, including 15-inch wheels or an alarm system. Dodge Neon. Different. Now at a friendly Dodge dealer near you. Sometimes it is hard for a small business owner to look away from the crisis of the moment. But long-term planning is crucial to your business's success. It's a mistake to judge how you're doing by the balance in your checking account. Your profit and loss statements are a vital management tool. As you grow, you may need to borrow money. But be careful. Although banks are offering more loans to small businesses, lines of credit often have higher interest rates than long-term loans. And with your business growing, your day-to-day need for cash can make paying it back tough. The Small Business Administration, or SBA, is a good option for longer-term loans. Finally, let technology help you by using it to streamline and simplify your operation. For your personal finance, I'm Charles Ross. You own the business, but employees and suppliers alike can help it succeed. Find out how on today's Your Personal Finance. classic story of boy meets girl. Two people at a diner soon discover they share an interest in something other than coffee. So what do you like best about your Dodge Neon? Lots of stuff. Like? I love the 16-valve single overhead cam. Excuse me? Or maybe the electronic fuel injection. How about the hype sound system? Or the power windows. And the power locks. They're good. But what I really like is neon power to turn heads. (laughs) How about another cup of coffee? No. How about a drive? (laughs) (laughs) Now you can drive the head-turning neon for less than you probably expect. Get one all dressed up with lots of extras, including 15-inch wheels or an alarm system. Dodge Neon. Different. Now at a friendly Dodge dealer near you. Small business owners enjoy the feeling of independence and self-reliance, but your employees and your suppliers can be valuable allies in making it successful. Teach employees how the health of the company affects them. If the company is not making money, nobody has job security. Get them involved. If you are too small for a profit sharing or a 401k plan, involve your employees by getting their input on relevant matters. They are the ones who best know what's happening at the cash register or on the production line. Your suppliers can help too. Ask them about early payment discounts and even small breaks on prices. Get your suppliers to deliver inventory when you need it. This saves you money on inventory costs. For your personal finance, I'm Charles Ross. Well, that does it for another edition of Your Personal Finance with Dr. Charles Ross, where we help you learn how to budget, protect, save, and invest your money. money, money, money. 